Welcome to a special episode of I'm Just Saying with your host, Weedy Green, co-host, Charity S. So, in regards to the teachers carrying weapons, I am completely against that only because they're they're pushing the responsibility of safety and security on the teachers when that's not their job in the schools. Um, I've been doing going to meetings for safety and security with DISD, and a problem with the safety and security in the schools is it has not evolved since... Um, the first shooting, and I'm, and I'm talking about before Columbine. There was several mass shootings before Columbine. Uh, one specifically was Jonesboro, Arkansas, where uh, 11 and a 13-year-old went into a school. And, sh- well, the 11-year-old was the main shooter, shot uh, four, and then there was uh, two other people. But, but they had an arsenal of weapons. This is the alarming part. It was a year and a, and a month before Columbine. They had an arsenal of weapons in their van. They stole the van, mm. had a ton of weapons, bombs, everything. These are, this is 11 and 13. The 11 year old was doing the shooting because the 11 year old mm-hmm. was the um, competitive shooter. He was, he would go and compete shooting. So that's why his, he was able to kill people because wow. he knew exactly what he was doing. And so that was the, the alarm that should have been rang before Columbine, but they wow. never made a big deal because there was only six people that died. Uh, fast forward a year later, Columbine happened, 15 people died, and then that's when, you know, it was a big deal. But mind you, there was several shooting, mass shootings before Columbine. The situation mm-hmm. I have with this is back in the day when they were building schools, schools had only several doors um, to enter and exit. Mm-hmm. They're building schools now, they, they're building schools with 15 to 20 doors wow. <laughs> to the school. Which, which, which is so unnecessary and increases um, uh, the how unsafe it is for our, for our students and our, and our children. So yeah. my thing is, you've been waiting since nineteen since the first match. I think it was in nineteen ninety three when it's really st- uh, started. It got going, yeah. And so, and also, okay, let's even go. To the ninety, uh, I think it was ninety five when uh, Tim and Demi they blew up that federal building, yeah. and that was a daycare in there. Mm-hmm. And the, the is situation with that is they immediately changed legislation to make sure there was never there will never be a daycare center in a federal building. And they also hmm. um, restructured how people would enter federal buildings. Uh-huh. And so if you restruct all that with the federal building and make sure that kids are safe. Because they're not attached to it. Why can't? Why couldn't you do the same thing for the first mass shooting um, that happened, or, or Columbine? Let's just go from Columbine to now. Why couldn't you construct schools to 
to keep our kids safe. So now what they want to do is they say, well, oh, let's put it off to teachers have emotions. Teachers are going to jail behind children. Yes. So they're not even psychologically, some of those teachers aren't even psychologically, mentally able to handle them, let alone be uh, that responsibility put on on them. So the situation I say is let teachers teach. And because we are hyped, like I I got slammed with almost $100,000 hyped on my house for taxes. Why can't we use that money that y'all, you guys are finding a gold mine in because of the mm-hmm. uh, real estate to to put a security police to, to put police, um, whether it be a, a retired veteran who has grandbabies in there that have a level three a mm-hmm. security um, license that they can protect uh, kids right. or. Or a police officer, ISD police officer, we can afford now that we have all these tax cuts. We can afford to put a police, uh, hire more police, uh, ISD police officers, so that they can stand in front of and make sure all the kids that are coming one one way um, are getting monitored. They have this, the the mm-hmm. metal detectors coming in right. uh, the doors that they have at the city. It, 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 you can go to this. Uh, the city hall, and that we want the same setup because we have to. We have to evolve with with security, right? With with with, with the now, we haven't evolved, so that's why there's still so people have access to our kids. You know, right. yeah, there was a thing in Alabama that the guy was trying to enter, and the, with the kids in camp, he got shot. The shoot, the shooting happened with um, in Duncanville, but why? Mm-hmm. But, but it comes to that now. Why can't we just? Create, uh, construct the places to where we can. If there's any children in the in the building, group of children, we protect them. But right. number one is the, the schools, because that's where the direct, what that's what people are directly going to to harm children. And I don't understand why it's taking this long. They want to constantly pass the buck off to other people. Pat, go back to legislation because that's right. exactly what they did with COVID. They stopped COVID at the door within a summer. Exactly. They reconstructed legislation within a summer. But you can't stop a mass a, a, a murder coming in and it's taking you 23 years and still can't counting. So it's just absurd to, to pass the buck on to, yeah, to pass the buck on to the teachers versus just putting, you know, constructing less doors on the new school schools, making sure that the kids don't have access to opening a door mm-hmm. and letting some in and make sure there's alarm at that door. If there's a side door, whatever alarm immediately, the big cameras are on it. Also, why can't, if there's something going down and here's the problem, this is also the problem I have with the last mass shooting mm-hmm. is because they did the exact same thing that Columbine did. Those police officers took several hours to go into the Columbine because there was a threat. Well, wait, what are you here for? Right. <laughs> what are, you're going to wait hours? People bled to death in Columbine. The exact same thing happened with um, Uvalde. The babies bled to death. Yes. They could have saved those kids, but they waited. They did the exact same thing protocol that they did in Columbine. And it was sickening. I'm like, we yes. went 22 years back that on that shooting? Jesus. It was absurd. So I just, my, my situation is leave the teachers alone. Let them teach. Protect the teachers. Protect the children. Because we're protecting our future. We're protecting people. Like, they don't take, like, you really have to... The legislators aren't invested in our children like we are. Because mm-hmm. they're kids, they're empty nesters. A lot of them are 
dinosaurs making decisions for our future. They have no business. And they can't they go no- to private schools. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And the setup is so different. The setup is like you, you, I mean, you're not getting in there. You can't even get that. in. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you got to call at the, the button out there. Then you got to go through procedures and then you have to have an appointment before you even go in there. Wow. You know, like <laughs> my kids went to private school and they were little, so I know. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, you know, my daughter's at DISD and I'm very vested in, in not just my daughter, but all the children. Right. I want all of them safe. You know, that's why I go to these uh, safety security meetings because I want all our kids safe, that's you right. know. But but they just, they, they got to evolve. And, and that's what I told the uh, ISD officers when we were having a meeting. Y'all haven't evolved. You it, The only time that I saw evolvement is when, when a child is lost. Some of the schools have... Um, they have those uh, those planes. What do you call those? Um, so they have those little planes that go around and look for a child. Why can't they release one as soon as their situation? Why can't the cops use that more often? New York constantly uses those yes. for security. So we need to um, we need to have uh, have our money, our taxpayer money. You know, with each school, have one of those. Um, I forgot what they're called, but those little planes that, you know, uh, yeah, drones, have yeah, drones. those drones on each school and make, and hey, there's nothing wrong with the, if there's a situation or if there's a fight for a principal or, or staff to hit that iPad button and release that drone to start looking for the, the threat. Right. And then that threat is identified, then the, the uh, police officers are already identified as well. You know, so it's just simple things like that that allows us to evolve with the times. And the ISD schools have not evolved. They are still 20 years behind, and that needs to change. And that cannot be put on teachers. That has to be put on taxpayers. That has to be put on – taxpayers has to uh, make uh, legislators accountable. And and then, you know, it'll be better. But right now, no. Stop passing the buck to – to our teachers, to anybody that know, we, we really need to make legislators accountable for Amen. changing the laws and making sure that our, our kids are protected. Amen. All right. Um, that was Miss J. I won't say your name over the thing. So, uh, so that was Miss J. And uh, that was her comment. A long comment. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we sure thank you for that um, and taking some time out your day. And uh, we hope you have a good rest of the day. You you too. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you. All right. Um, about the issue about teachers uh, carrying guns, teachers have more than enough on their plate. They are specifically hired to teach our children, not to guard them. That should be a private entity altogether. I believe that people can be vetted, private citizens can be vetted to protect our schools, especially the elementary, uh, middle schools, um, 
even the police, they have their hands full, you know, with protecting the citizens out there on the streets. You can't expect them to place a, poli a policeman in every single school. Um, taxes are being taken for uh, schools and everything, you know, whatever it costs. First of all, they can uh, re redo some of these classrooms. Put a private bathroom in each and every class. Then, therefore, those kids are not having to leave to go to the bathroom constantly all during the day. Mm -hmm. The only time they should they should leave their classrooms is for maybe recess, because you can't keep them locked up in the building all day, and, uh, of course, to go to lunch. Mm -hmm. Even then, there should be security people outside in those halls carrying. There are certain people, some people can carry a gun comfortably and some can't. Now, when I was young, in my 20s, I carried a gun. You, it always in my purse. Mm -hmm. I didn't take it. <laughs> now that I'm older, I'm a senior citizen. I've been thinking about buying another one. Mm. <laughs> but to be honest, another reason teachers don't need it because my eyesight is not that great. If I carry a gun, I'm going to use it. Mm. But my eyesight is not that great. So if I carry it and I pull it, you better get on out the way. Well, it's going to be fine. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. So everybody can't carry. These people, the, the ones that are carrying, like I said, get them vetted. Then there are classes that they can take. They have so many hours of uh, uh, training. And uh, you got people out there, uh, ex-military people uh, who, who don't have illness at all. You, you got parents and things who, will, who, who got time on their hands who will be more than willing to enter some of these schools to protect them. You know, lock those schools down during the day. You don't have anybody coming in and out unless they are going first to that office. That's right. You know. So, I mean, it, it's ways to protect these kids. The high schools, that's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Those kids are a little bit older, but these, but the little ones, they have got to be protected better. Right. So that's why I, I, I just don't get it. You know, there's security out there. You know, you got people who, who have all kind of uh, skills. Uh, uh, like I said, ex-military people who know how to map this plan out and everything. Yeah, I mean, come on. We, we got to do better to protect these kids because I'm just sick and tired of this, you know. we The, the recent deal we had at the stadium, kids out there trying to enjoy themselves at summer school. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and, I yeah. mean, didn't even make it through the first day without a shooting. Sickening. Yeah, this this has got to stop. Why do you want to pick on these babies, Lord, on the nose? It's it's just yeah, it's definitely a sickness. Yes. But yeah, we have got to be better. We got to do better, and and, and we cannot expect our police department to do you know more than what they're doing because they even they now since they all been they're having all these problems with shootings and all they're they're severely understaffed. So I mean, it's yeah, we got we got to help out more.
Yes, uh, this is D. I'm from, I currently live in the DFW area. I was born in Germany, um, but I grew up in Texas, California, and Ohio. I was, uh, I was a Marine, uh, son of t- uh, two people that were in the Army. Uh, my stepfather is also Army, retired E9. He is a government buyer of munitions and rounds right now. He's the guy that tells them what to buy. Uh, I grew up in those, those three hunting states with conservative values, liberal values, uh, swing values. Uh, my wife was a teacher for over 20 years, uh, and the military is my family. Uh, I have police officers. You name it, I've been around guns in my entire life. I grew up in Texas where I remember uh, we were able to drive on campus at 18 and up park, have your rifles in the, in the window, and ammunition in the car. I remember I could probably see three dozen rifles in the, in the parking lot at that time, and there were no school shootings, you know, so I, I, I'm a person that doesn't believe that the gun is a problem, mm. but I, I just know too much information about uh, what happened, I just knowing all these facts and just having it, like from 1900 to 1950, we had street sweepers, we had Tommy guns, we had 150 round clips and, and zero, well actually I think that it was one school shooting in that entire 50 year period, so it's not the guns. Wow. I do believe, uh, if you look at this, if you look at this issue, it's kids. The kids are going to schools. 18-year-olds, 16-year-old, 12-year-old, 14-year-old, these are are kids. Mm -hmm. And the majority of them are also in rural areas. Columbine was rural. The Evalde is rural. This is not a major city. These are not major cities. Mm -hmm. And these, these are Mayberries. And you're expecting these police to just react to this. And these are heavily emotional reactions. And we're wondering why, what would make a child Hmm. type of intensity because I know in the military they were brainwashing us to kill they were telling us they were teaching us how to get in that mindset because what are you doing here if not so to look someone in the face and take their life is a very emotional attack so what has a 16 year old or an 18 year old been through Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so listening to the news today, uh, a Senate committee came out and said that, that they, they're looking into the, the, the mental health of these children. And that's where we're going to find more of the solution. <laughs> and so I, I don't have a problem with arming teachers or anything, but the, this is the point. You're not talking about a 1% of society that can do this. You're talking about a 1% of 1%. So the school might have 150 faculty at the building. So you're only talking to one or two people even qualify. It's not the the person that says, hey, I'll carry. It's the person that'll do the 50 plus hours a year of training. It's a person that can literally do that. When If if you hear an explosion nine times out of 10, you run the other way. We're looking for the person that runs to the explosion. So does does that person going to be at every school? Is that person going to keep up with their training and understand they can't leave the school? So, or you're looking for another person. So I don't necessarily think that's the perfect example. I don't have a problem with there being a person that is armed on campus. There's usually an SRO in major cities and stuff, a student resource officer mm-hmm. uh, that's supposed to be that. But in reality, it shouldn't be addressed the shooter. We address this shooter when we find out emotionally why are they there. How an 18-year-old in Buffalo has a $3,500 rifle, has over $10,000 in munitions on him, and he doesn't have a job that pays like that. We're going to find out why 
he has this, but also why he feels like this. So some of these kids, I think, are being brainwashed or even puppeted into these actions because when you say something, like Massachusetts just outlawed ARs. Why? A $200 AR off the off the shelf is going to fall apart in a couple of rounds. We're not looking at that. We're just blaming the, the manufacturer. All AR means is Armalite. It just means it's a light rifle that shoots... It's all it means. It doesn't mean it's a more destructive rifle. It doesn't mean that it's this, that, or the other. It doesn't come with all those bells and whistles. So a person has to be knowledgeable and not just blame a symptom of the condition, but look at the condition. Why are we progressively becoming more violent? Why do we have all these Karens? Why do we have all of this emotional reaction? Because that's what it is. We're looking at people that think that their feelings are more important than the law, more important than order, more important than discipline. I mean, growing up in some of the cities that I grew up in, I grew up, I, I actually, I don't know if people from DFW remember the Scarecrow Bandits. <laughs> My cousin went to school with him. With a couple of those guys, and when you see people that you find out later be chose a life of crime, but you remember them when they were talking to their grandmothers and saying yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. But yeah. I, I certified killers that would say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am to their mothers, but they had a level of respect. Yeah. The schools were pretty much left off. This kind of stuff is not. These are not thugs. We're not those people. Then those people had respect. These are little children that have some type of chip on their shoulder that are somehow being programmed by the way that we're creating society today. Looking mm. back, I told you my wife uh, was a teacher for two decades, over two decades, college professor. She's uh, AP certified chemistry and physics. So she was an advanced teacher. She taught at a lot of these schools. She taught at a lot of the lower. Uh, economic, socioeconomic, or, or or the schools that were considered at risk and didn't have these type of issues there at the time because these kids are looking for something to do. When you leave these kids idle, when you get rid of midnight basketball, when you get rid of the things that mm. keep them constructively busy. That's what you're doing. Idle minds, uh, that's what's going to happen. You know, so yeah. and, and you can't blame the video games. Video games are 30 years old. You can't blame the, all the problems we want to blame are 20, 30, 40 years old. So, <laughs> right. And we weren't going through that then. So something has, has changed in the last couple of generations and how we're allowing these people to not only feel this way, but to feel like this is their only recourse, to feel like this is the way to solve the problem and, and whatever they're going through. So mental health is being way overlooked. Uh, and then we have to address our children because our children are what's taking care of us. They're, they're, they're adults in training. And if we don't train them now in 10 years, 20 years from now, we're going to have a bigger problem. It's not going to be just children running around anymore. These are going to be functioning adults that are running around that are doing things that are collectively more dangerous because guns, I hate to tell you, are not the most destructive thing. Mm -hmm. And so, so when we talk about this kind of stuff, I mean, I can spend more, I can spend time in a grocery store and do way more damage than these people can with these munitions. Right. And so we kind of got to focus on the source of the problem, not just trying to hack down all the symptoms and hope it goes away. We have to focus on the mental health of all our people, but specifically our children, and where are they getting this type of information? If this is them being groomed, 
uh, on the internet, if this is being groomed by their peers. We've caught two children in the last couple of years that were recruiting. They were recruiting to get a group of kids to do this. Wow. So, so we have to figure out why this is going on, why they think this is an option. And, and it can't be just blaming something. We have to be proactive as parents. We have to be proactive as educators. Educators are our hands tied nowadays. Like you, you see these videos of these kids fighting and stuff, and the teacher doesn't even know what to do. Because right. if the teacher touch the kids, you want to sue the teacher. Yep. But the, the child is already shown to be a threat to the other kids. Legally, they can put their hands on a child in that situation. Hmm. And we're, we're faulting the teachers. We're faulting the the law enforcement were faulting this. Oh, that's just a kid. Yes, but look how destructive this kid is acting. So we have to catch this behavior ahead of time. Start citing these children and so they have a record. And not so much to end their life, but to show, hey, this kid might have to go to psychiatric evaluation. This We're not teaching conflict resolution. I got three reasons why I feel like that. It's because... We're teaching them that their feelings are most important. We 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 we've got them facing these computers all the time. Yeah. They're not they're not they're not touching people. They're not looking at people and reality the same. And then on top of that, we've gotten rid of the bullies at early ages. And I'm not saying people should be bullies, but we used to teach conflict resolution at that point. Mm-hmm. We used to teach people how to get through their problems instead of just vilifying bully and and making it seem like life is supposed to always be great. Life is not supposed to always be wonderful. You're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. And if we stop teaching that resolution, if we stop teaching that conflict resolution or those problems, overcoming our bullies, overcoming our situations, and and having to put that work in, Mm -hmm. that's where we're going to get those people that aren't going to quit so easily. Because in my opinion, pick up a gun, you've already quit. Because that is an instant change, and when you do that, that's quitting. And we we can't quit so much. We can't quit on ourselves. We can't quit on our families. And and, and trusting high-stress jobs like teachers to somehow become superheroes and shoot everybody down, I don't know if they can shoot a student they've taught for the last six months, you know? Oh, wow. Why well, didn't think about what that? People to do, and, and and so we have to look at that. This is a community effort, and we have to all participate because we can't depend on one cape superhero to come in and save everybody. Well, um, th- th- that right there was really interesting um, points there. Um, very in depth. Uh, that, that wouldn't be the first gun I pulled if I wanted to clear a room. An AR would not be. It's it's a animal gun. It's it's a toy, it's it's a it's a platform. It's not. It, I think some people have an idea of guns because when you when you when you omit the AR, what about the AKs? Uh, or, or not understanding that I can get any semi-automatic handgun in the world. I can get any one of them, get an elongated barrel, and put a buttstock on it, and I have your rifle. Wow. And, but there's no addressing of that. So it's not the gun is the problem. All of the guns, 
I do the same things. I can go back to 18, I can get a rifle made in 1885 and duplicate every shooting you've ever seen because they were seven rounds and they were high caliber. What's your, what else do you need? You don't, because they're not shooting 57 people. They're yeah. shooting a handful of people because everybody runs when they hear bullets. Right. So, you see what I'm saying? So you don't really need a high powered weapon. You can get a hand, I don't even know what assault rifle means. You know, it's a, it's, these are, these are buzzwords. And in, in the shooting community, they're not really, they don't hold that kind of weight. Because when you understand what they are, you're just like, oh, okay, that's not what I would do with that. So overall, you think that the uh, teachers basically should not have the guns in school then at the end of the day? I, I, don't, I wouldn't disqualify one that, would, that can prove, but we want people to just walk around with a gun because they're 18 and over. Oh, okay. You you have to practice driving a car longer than that. I mean, there, there's nothing, there's no other licensing of any other thing. I mean, maybe a fishing license that you don't have to show more proficiency at. I mean, we spend more time and in, 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 in doing that. I mean, just I mean, I don't know what else we can do to to, to express this is a gun. This is serious. Yeah. And just because someone told you which side goes out and which side goes in doesn't qualify you to be a superhero for for a thousand kids. Right. I, mind, I wouldn't mind a teacher, but do you are you gonna train the teacher correctly? Are you gonna Are you gonna psychiatrically evaluate this teacher as well? Right. Over the time, because that's a lot of stress. Because yeah. you're going to see that when you, because you're teaching other people's kids. You got 150 kids or two, up to 200 kids or whatever that you're seeing in high school uh, around the country. These, these, these teachers are already having 25, 30 kids in the classroom. Right. Exactly. Do I, do, do I shoot the two kids that are fighting each other right now? <laughs> do, I, do I wait to see a gun? Do I do I shoot the student that threatened me and, and slapped me upside the head? Because you saw that about three months ago. Uh, yeah. A girl just slapped the teacher upside the head, took a wig off everything, started beating up, and ran off. I mean, do I shoot that one? You know, so some of this is going to have to be differentiation. You're going to have a lot. Is this only if there's an active shooter? Yes. Uh, is, the gun behind, is the gun behind a case? Is the gun on the police, on the, uh, on the, police, on the teacher's hip? Right. Is it going to be the principal only? I mean, I mean, so you have you see them. So, so there's a lot of questions. So just to, just to blanketly say, hey, we're going to have the teachers armed. That's kind of irresponsible. Yeah. Uh, but, but, I, uh, but, but well, uh, well, I think that um, I think that uh, uh, me and myself and thinking and hey, you know, I also thought about that maybe if the so what if the teacher it um her himself figured, well, you know what, I'm just going to shoot up some kids today, and they already have the weapon with them. Right, because we do have teachers that are having uh, um, physical affairs with students. Yes, yeah. Uh, we, we do have teachers that are using their position of power to manipulate children's behavior already. Right. Uh, this, is a, this is an added added skill set that you've just given this teacher. And I mean, to some degree, everything comes with risk because police officers, there's police officers that are, that are assault, they're suspects as well. And yeah. they're armed and they're whatever, and they can also file police reports. So to some degree, it's always that threat of, 
Well, when you're talking about a teacher, the average teacher makes about what, fifty-five, sixty thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Good teachers, like my wife, the reason why she doesn't teach anymore because she doesn't make any money. She has multiple master's degrees. She's certified in all kind of things, you know. In, 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 I mean, and what I taught her to do on the side, she does half the hours and makes twice the money. So it's like, wow. Well, we're not we're not paying teachers. We're, these are our children. I don't know if people realize that. And these are the future. This is these are the future. We're paying people. Uh, I mean, the trash man makes no offense to trash man, but they're not responsible for two hundred kids. You know, so it's like you're paying them the same thing. I can take a civil service exam and make what a teacher makes. And you expect the teacher to have a master's degree? You expect the teacher to have all these hours over the summer, all this other training? And you're paying them like regular people you're not respecting the craft and the good teachers are leaving so yeah. you have the high stress teacher you have the the, the, the the teacher that's skating by these are the ones you want to harm wow. you know, and, and I mean I hate to say it that way because there are some good teachers but you know they're going to be fewer and farther between because you're putting them in super high stress environments yeah. and you want them to make instant response to actions and that's very dangerous and it goes back to what the children are doing so if we identify these kids not identify but if we start training kids in conflict resolution if we start restressing value systems special to your mom you're not special to everybody else so you you, you start teaching that if you're not the end all you will get better results and start yeah. picking up the kids that, that do have these feelings and realizing like why do you hate people like that why do you I mean that's an emotion 85% of all people that are mm. murdered are murdered by family and friends wow. you know so the first murder suspect is going to be family and friends another 7% are people that know the people because like I called somebody on you or, or I set you up or you were messing with my girlfriend or my wife so that's another percentage of person so the person that killed you wasn't a family or friend but they're directly connected to family and friends see what I'm saying so the majority of murder is actually very passion oriented it, yeah. it, it, to, you, to look someone in the face and take their life is an, it's an intense feeling and so when you're talking about that how does a 16 year old how, do, how does an 18 year old have that much feeling right exactly about anything let alone <laughs> to take out 10 people like to take out people in succession yes That's that's crazy and it's not the gun that's not really doing it because remember there was more accessibility in the 1900s when everybody was hunting right. there was more accessibility then and there were no shootings you know when there was mob gangland murders everywhere 10 people died here 15 people died there there still weren't school shootings so what is yeah. the motivation now that, and it has to be something we're not handling at home and I think that's something that we need to dive into is deep and this is a very very um uh, touchy subject and yes. uh, <laughs> and i'm sure that we're going to have a lot more callers uh probably similar to yours or maybe completely different but um i do appreciate uh your call um um uh, what would you say your name was again uh d all right d i sure appreciate you uh thank you for joining the show um, I hope you tune in and uh, and like us and subscribe us on YouTube. I sure do appreciate you. <laughs> I really appreciate you. the voice, and I hope that some of these conversations lead to some very positive gains. And I will say this, the one thing that I'm not disappointed by these conversations, I truly believe 
that although both sides disagree, I do believe that most people, probably 99% of them, do want resolution for our kids. We are trying to go to the same place in this. Unlike other very politicized conversations, yeah. I do believe most people do want the best for our kids. Yes, sir. Well, with that, we'll end that. All right, sir. Thank you so much for your call, and uh, hope to hear from you soon. All right, thank you. Thank you. Beats.